What's up, guys? It's Miki, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. So, my lovely BK family, um, a lot has happened. A lot has happened, and I told you guys in our Red Alert episode that I would keep you guys updated on this abortion journey and process as we fight for our rights over here in America, and as we all expect it to happen it has been overturned. Roe versus Wade has been overturned. Um, I have so many thoughts. I've seen so much information come in as I even try to get the words out to express how I feel to you guys. I have a million thoughts flooding my mind at this very moment. There are no words that can properly describe how women in this country feel right now. There are no words that can justify the actions of other people making such a drastic law that affects everyone, everyone. Um, Not even just, there are men that played a part in making this law that will never have to ever experience carrying a child. There was a woman Amy Coney Barrett, who willingly participated with the men and with restricting women's rights. And that's something I can never wrap my mind around. You do not get brownie points for limiting access for women just because you want kids. I've said this before. I'll say it again until God calls me home. Just because you do not want an abortion does not mean you have the right to stop someone else from getting one. And let me say at the top of the episode, there is no specific reason that like one reason is more justifiable than the other. It's none of your business. If a woman wants one, needs one, she should have access to get one. As I said in the last episode, well, not the very last one, but the red alert episode, we know what is about to happen. Abortion is going to happen whether it's legal or not. A lot of stuff happens whether it's legal or not. And if you think abortion isn't going to be one of them, you're sadly mistaken. Unfortunately, what's going to happen is unsafe abortions are going to now happen. The horror stories that I have already read about the day that it was overturned and immediately nurses and doctors having to go tell those women, I can't give you an abortion. I know that you are here, but I can't give it to you. Seeing the videos of women breaking down in the clinics, seeing the nurses and doctors crying because they are no longer allowed to help their patients. Hearing the stories of one lady in Texas, um, when Texas made their law, she was thinking about getting one. Texas made their law. She wasn't allowed to get one. Now she's stuck with two twins. You don't like the way I worded it? I really don't care. That is a fact. She did not want one baby. And now she's stuck raising two because of the laws. I don't know how a country who doesn't help make sure that mothers have paid paternity leave. I don't know how a country who doesn't care about if there's enough food for children to eat in their school systems cares about this. I don't know how a country who is pro the death penalty in so many states cares about this. I don't know how a country 
who has a problem with letting in immigrants, even though it's constitutional to let them in, you know, or if you want to go biblical, help your neighbor. I don't know how a country who has a homeless problem that is out the ass cares about something like this. I don't know how a country who can watch millions of children be killed continuously. Because let's not act like the Texas shooting is the first mass shooting. It is not. And let's not act like it's the first mass shooting involving children. It is not. I don't know how you have all these problems. I don't know how we have minimum wage to like $7.25 or $7.50 when if it kept up with inflation, it should be $26 and above for minimum wage loan. I don't understand how a country who has high ass gas prices, people are choosing, do I put gas in my car or do I keep my lights on? I don't understand how you have so much time to sit here and worry about what a woman chooses to do with her own body. You have the time to sit here and make laws about a woman's body, but you don't have the time to help the babies that are already born, to help the adults and the citizens in this country that are already born. The reason for you doing this is about power. The reason for you doing this is because you want your opinion to be the law. You want your belief to be the law. There is a separation of church and state for a reason. If I impose all my beliefs on this world, over half of the people, probably more than half, would not agree with every single thought. I'm sure there are members of our lovely VK family who do not agree with me with every single thought and stance that I have. And that's okay. I respect that. I understand that. I appreciate us having different thoughts, different stances. But I'm not sitting here trying to force you guys to see the way that I see the world. I'm just trying to open up your mind and give you a new perspective. It's up to you to choose to see it that way or to continuously see it your way. And I'm not saying one is more right and one is more wrong. Because who am I? You know? Nobody but another mere human being. But the fact that this has happened is, um, it's sickening. I, my heart breaks for every woman in this country. My heart breaks just for the women who need it right now, who can't get it. My heart breaks for all the women who are about to die. And if you think women are about to die, I don't know what rock you've been living under. When abortion access was limited back in the day, women did it themselves, whether it was doing it with a wire hanger in a bathroom and literally bleeding out, having somebody do it secretly and probably them botching the procedure, um, millions and millions of ways to solve this problem. When we had laws in place for them to be able to safely do it. I am disgusted with America. I am disgusted with our president because he had a chance to end the filibuster a long time ago. He had a chance 
to do a lot that he has not done. He had a chance to pack the court. People can say what they want about packing the court, not packing the court. Obviously, it needed to happen because it's conservative-based and biased at this point. And if it was an even playing field, you know, on the court and everybody voted and it turned out this way, we'd be like, okay, it happened. We're still going to fight for it, but it would hit a little different to know that it's coming and there were ways around it and nobody from the highest power up to the lower levels. And when I say lower levels, I don't mean the people who have been consistently fighting for women. I don't mean the grassroots workers. I don't mean the activists who have been speaking out loud. I don't mean the celebrities who have been speaking out loud using their platforms. Did anybody see uh, Kendrick Lamar at the end? Oh my God, his performance gives me chills. Gives me chills. Shout out to every artist because he wasn't the only one. I can't think of the um, young lady's name right now, but shout out to you too, Queen, who sat up there and she did the fuck you song dedicated to the Supreme Court justices who rolled back women's rights. And as I've stated before, if you think that it's going to just stop with women, you are sadly, sadly, sadly mistaken. As soon as they laid down the decision, Clarence Thomas, a black man, a coon at its finest, um, he was like, let's roll back some other stuff on contraceptions. Let's look at same-sex marriage. Let's look at a whole bunch of stuff. Are you crazy? Do you want to like roll back interracial marriage? Oh, you don't want to do that, right, Clarence? Because that would affect you because you're married to a white woman? That would affect you, so you don't want to roll that back. It's not going to stop with women's bodies. It's only the beginning. And we all have to fight. The war has begun. The war begun a long time ago. But now is the time. And I want to play this clip of a lady at a Trump rally so we can hear their opinions out loud. All right, guys, here's the clip. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. That is the horrible Congresswoman Mary Miller, who is in her IG bio says, proudly serving the 15th district of Illinois. Congratulations, Illinois, unfortunately for you. Now, um, she's come out at one point, she doubled down on it in a sense. And then the next minute, um, she had people come out and try to say, she didn't mean to say why she meant to say, right. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. She said what she meant and she meant what she said. The backtracking because of the backlash means nothing. We heard what you said the first time and you meant it. The reasons for banning abortions and trying to control women's bodies, well, starting there, starting there, is because of power, is because of race, is because of tainted Christian religion values and not even just Christian because you can be Catholic, you can be tainted religion values in general and trying to force it on other people, which is again, the whole point of separation of 
church and state. Now about the race factor. Okay, I just played that video. You heard exactly what she said. You heard exactly what she thanked Trump for and what people in the crowd started clapping for because they agreed with her and so did Trump. Now, I don't know if some of you have heard of this thing called the white replacement theory or some have even used the name the great replacement theory. And the definition of it is an idea that somehow non-white people and I have this in quotes, outsiders, strangers, again in quotes, foreigners, I don't really like that word, but foreigners will overtake the United States via immigration, reproduction, and seizure of political power. The first time I heard about white replacement theory was on The View. I had never heard of it before. I mean, we had heard of whispers of white people that think that (laughs) because there are so many people who are in interracial relationships and things of that nature and them becoming the minority instead of the majority, we knew that was what a lot of white supremacists believed, the reason that they were killing us in mass droves, the reason that they were trying to roll back rights was because they feared that they were being replaced. With what? With what? How are you being replaced? Where are you going? (laughs) I mean, really, where are you going? What are we doing? Are we killing y'all in the masses? And for the non-racist white people, this is not a message for you. I'm talking about for the white supremacists. I'm talking about for the racist people in America. Where are you going? People of color. White people who mind their business, um, people, human beings in general who are not hateful and let people make their own decisions and mind their business, they're not stunned, you guys. They're not secretly plotting against you guys. Unfortunately, white supremacists, racist people in America, and I know that they exist all over the world, so all over the world, because I have people that listen to me in other countries. We don't care. We don't care about y'all. We don't care about what you're doing except for the harmful actions that affect all of us. You can live your best life. You don't want to have mixed babies? Don't have them. You don't want to elevate your mindset and have um, people of color and a variety in your friendship group, your family, your business, your church or whatever? Don't do it. But you don't have to kill us. You don't have to try to stop us from moving forward as a country. You don't have to try to roll back rights for people of color, for women. Like we're not trying to cause harm to you yet. Y'all are so hell bent on causing harm to us. You're sick. You're sick in the head and you need help. I don't have a nicer way to say it. I wish, BK family, I had more empathy to this. I wish I had more compassion. Clearly, I need a lot more prayer time to figure out a nicer way to say it. So this is why I'm going to go ahead and stop talking about it before I get even nastier than this. And this is not what I want for our BK family. You know, this is not what I want for us. 
and myself included. But I don't have nice, kind, compassionate words for people who are enacting violence against everybody else who they don't agree with, for people who are just dishing out all this hate and racism. Like, leave us alone. If you don't like us that much, leave us alone. Who said that you should be the one to kill us? Who said that you should be the one to have control over our bodies? Who said you should be the one to say who we can marry, who we can love, how we should live our lives? Like, what? From some made-up theory that you guys have concocted in your head? You need help. That's the nicest way I can put it. That's my stance on it. And before I get too ugly with it, Moving on to the next point. So I thought about how eerie it was. We're two years later. We are two years later in the year of 2022. Two years ago, we were out in the streets in the summer. We were protesting for George Floyd, right? We remember George Floyd. We remember what happened. Very horrific. (laughs) Very horrific and consistently traumatizing if you're black in America. Very horrific. For all races at that point, it was kind of like the world was shut down. You couldn't ignore it. You couldn't just go about your day. You saw it. Very horrific for the people who could relate to him calling out for his mother. Right? Two years later, we're back in the streets. And now, (laughs) when we had to get America and thankful to the people in other countries who did their Black Lives Matter rallies too, We were trying to convince America since we've been trying to convince them since the beginning of time that Black Lives Matter. Now we're back in the streets to tell you guys women bodies, our bodies matter. Women matter in general. Women have enough wisdom, enough knowledge, enough common sense to be able to make full decisions for themselves. We have to tell you guys these basic things. Two years later, two freaking years later, we are back in the streets having to walk and march and fight for shit that is just slap in the face. Slap in the face. Like, I digress because it gets me angry. It gets me emotional. Being black, I have to consistently hear what my people went through. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Um, no, I do know what's worse. It, the, the worst thing to be in America and probably all over the world, but definitely in America is to be black and a woman. Honestly, it's probably one of the worst things to be because it sucks being black. My black man, I feel your pain. I am here right with you. You know, they see criminal before they see you. They villainize you like in a way they will never villainize any other race. And it's not to say that other people of color don't experience racism and don't experience the things that we experience. Hell yeah, they do. We see it. We stand up for you guys too. But I think the worst thing to be, especially in America, is a black woman. 
because they take us for granted, but yet they want us to go out and vote to save the country. They want to take away our rights. And I know this affects all women. This affects all women. I don't want to sit here and downplay it to just a race issue. But if you guys think race don't doesn't play a major role in this decision, we're just lying to ourselves. And I refuse to let that happen, BK family. Race is a major part of it. Is it the only factor? Absolutely not. But is it a huge and big factor? It is. And I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted being a black woman in America. I'm exhausted being a woman in America. Do you know what I mean? Like two years later, and now we have to tell you guys to let us control our bodies. Where was this energy with the mask? When it was literally, you were killing somebody else because you wanted to spread your nasty, contagious germs on somebody else. You didn't care. It was your body, your choice. And now that doesn't stand in a situation where it should actually apply, where if I decide to have an abortion, it's for me, not for you. It doesn't affect your family. I'm not putting a limit on how many kids you can have. I'm not putting a limit on if and when you should get one as well. I'm not forcing you to have one. The whole point is choice, 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 choice. Did people forget what choice means? Choice. This country is such a joke, you have to laugh at it sometimes. You really have to laugh. Because so many places are moving forward, but yet America is up celebrating moving backwards. We send prayers when there's a mass shooting, but yet we expand the rights to the Second Amendment on the right to bear arms. <laughs> what? We don't want to ban the assault rifles, but just now we passed some legislation to raise the, what, the age to like 21 and maybe extend the background checks. But does it really matter? And we just extended the rights to bear arms because that's more constitutional than a woman having autonomy over her own body. Do you hear how stupid that sounds? I mean, honestly, BK family, do we hear how crazy and how wild that sounds? Now, two summers ago, when the George Floyd thing happened, there was a lot of information. There was a lot of emotion. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of sadness and so forth and so on. There was this meme that I saw circling around and it was basically um, if I don't, these are not the exact words, but it said something to the effect of all my white friends that are silent in this moment, I see you. And I was going back and forth on should I repost it or should I not? And I ended up reposting it on my IG. And... It made some of my white friends reach out, which I appreciate, but it always kind of bothered me because I was like, although I agree with the message, I noticed every single white friend of mine, every single white coworker, every single white classmate, every single white person who I followed, who didn't say none, celebrity, non-celebrity, I noticed it. So did I agree with the statement? Absolutely. Every white person 
every person who George Floyd didn't affect in the same way as it affected my community, I noticed it. I noticed their silence. It was louder than it had ever been before. But I didn't necessarily agree with the method of the way that it was worded. I agree with the message, not necessarily the aggressive tone behind it. Because I thought maybe that scared some of the white people from talking about it. Maybe they read it and was like, oh my God, she hates me now. Or, oh my God, I feel forced to say something where I wouldn't have said anything before. And let's think about it. What words can a white person really say to comfort a black person in that moment? Let's just be honest. What can they really say? Kind of like the empty prayers that people give after mass shootings. Like, oh my God, my prayers are going out for you. I'm so sorry for your loss. Are you? But we're not making real changes to protect them. Are we really sorry or is it just more empty words? I mean, honestly. And I wanted to have a different approach. That always that moment always stuck with me. And I said, if I ever get the opportunity to, you know, um, something like this should arise again. How would I handle it? I want to handle it a little, a little differently. So I will say on this issue of abortion, men, this affects you too. It's going to start with women's bodies and it's going to trickle down to you. I am a firm believer if you are not straight, white, with tainted Christian values, because this does not match my God's view. And we can get into whether God agrees or not with abortion but I don't think he would want you to take the choice away. I don't believe he would want you murdering people to go with this white replacement theory. I don't believe he would support you spreading hate to your neighbor instead of love. And I don't think he would support you not respecting their decisions and letting them deal with their God, letting them deal with their choices right? Like we're all accountable for our choices. We're all going to have to add, um, sit there and on judgment day and be like, yeah, I did this God. Like, this is what happened. We're all going to have to be accountable for our own stuff. But I seriously doubt for the ones with the tainted religious values. Cause I, again, it's not just Christianity. It can be in any religion that you have that he's going to be okay with you forcing your viewpoint on everybody else. Even God gave the choice to choose him. Yet he died for our sins, but he died on a maybe we choose him. On a maybe we'd appreciate the sacrifice he made. Even if you choose him and walk away from him, you still have the option of whether or not you want to come back or stay away. We have the choice. And if you really want to look at it from a religious standpoint, how do you want to take certain rules and beat people down with them? But you want to tell them about the rules of God, but you don't want to have a heart like God. You don't want to show grace like God. You don't want to show mercy like God. You don't want to show forgiveness like God. You don't want to show understanding like God. You don't want to show empathy and compassion like God. You don't want to show love like God. You don't want to give the ability for people to have the choice like God. 
He doesn't even force us to follow the rules that he has set in place for us <laughs> to make it in this fallen world. But yet, people think it's okay to force their views on other people. That doesn't sound like the God that I love and that I follow. That sounds like man. And unfortunately, man's behavior taints other people's vision and image and perception of who God really is. The way that a lot of religious people be acting, they act like Pharisees. They don't act like disciples of Christ. And it doesn't mean that people who love God are going to get it right every single time. I don't even get it right every single time. And I love him to death. I'm human. I'm going to fail. So we have to give the grace for other people to fail too. But please, please, for people who are trying to use this as a religious standpoint, even God gave the ability of choice. And he consistently gives us the ability of choice every day. Every day to follow the rules that are set in place for us so we don't have to suffer. Every day to still choose him. Every day to look for him to for to look to him for peace every day to look for him for love to look for him for comfort to look for him to consistently provide to look for him for wisdom we get the choice so please 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 do not use your religious standpoint no matter which religion you follow to sit here and say that this decision is the way god would want it that is a lie i do not believe you And even he gives us a choice. So how dare you try to sit here and take away ours and do it in God's name? That's a fucking lie. And how dare you try to taint other people's image of God? Do you want them to love him or do you not? Do you want them to come to him or do you not? Because if your whole motto is, I'm going to do this and that, and this is going to get them closer to God, you're pushing them further and further away. And I do not blame them for running. If this is the image of God that they have, Jesus is no longer here on the earth besides living in us in the Holy Spirit. So we have to be the living example. And if this is the example, I know he's sitting looking back like, My children, this is not me. And I do not blame them for not seeing me. I do not blame them for not feeling me. I do not blame them for running away from me because the children that are here left to walk it out, to live it out, to be here, to be him here, to be an example. Can I get my words out? To be an example of him here on this earth, to exhibit kingdom behavior here on this earth. We are failing epically and again I know we're not going to get it right all the time but this world is failing in every single direction and it's not even just about abortion we are failing so hard and we're not doing our jobs to help show God in a positive light and there's ways we can all improve including myself but for the religious bs Even God gives us a choice every single day. So who the hell are you to really think that you have the power to strip somebody's choice away? What? Are you crazy? You must be. You really must be. 
So the next thing that I want to talk about really quickly is I just want to list the ways that people can help. So one way is to donate to an abortion um, fund, and you can do that at abortionfunds.org. Support a local Planned Parenthood. Um, next is help independent clinics, and you can do that at keepourclinics.org. Share why you fight for abortion access. You can do that using the hashtag, whatever the reason. And then finally, take action and learn more. And you can do that on bandsoff.org. And I'll list all these, um, I will list all these links in the description so you can click on them and so you can learn more. And again, never just listen to this episode and just sit here on this platform and just think that I know the end all be all. No, there's so much more to know. There are so many other different perspectives. If I can't get to you, maybe somebody else. Um, can explain it a lot better, can explain it with a lot more empathy, compassion that I just, I'm drained out of right now. If I'm being honest, I don't have it to give right now. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray (laughs) to amp up my empathy and my compassion because I don't want the ugliness of the world to taint the way that y'all view God and to taint the way that we just look at each other because this is a very divisive issue and it can be a divisive issue, but it can be still done like respectfully. And at this point it's war, it's war because you're no longer giving me the choice. So now it's war (laughs) and we have to fight for our rights, rights that we already have. We have to fight for them again. And I just want you guys to hear me loud and clear. This isn't over. The war has just begun and we will fight. And I am so honored to be a part of it. And since they pick and choose whose words they will use against them, and I know that this is a public platform that can get to any and everybody, I have to give the disclaimer, I'm not inciting violence at all. But I want to say BK family, whether you are male or female, this affects you. This affects your daughters, your children, your neighbor. It affects women, the next human being. So I say fight in all the ways that will help with real change and where we can see real progress. Here comes a gym. Here comes a gym. Here comes a gym from MM. Mickey about to drop a gym. 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 Here comes a gym. Here comes a gym. Here comes a gym from MM. Mickey about to drop a gym. Mickey about to drop a gym. Mickey about to drop a gym. Okay, now listen up. All right, and really quickly, I just wanted to end the episode on something a little lighter and a little positive. So we're going to do some gems of the week really quick. The first gem is a lot has happened. A lot has been happening in the world, and a lot has happened recently, especially with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And a lot is going to continue to happen as we fight this fight. I just want to let you guys know to let your body feel what it needs to and be kind to yourself. This is some heavy stuff. Feel it, release it, and then recharge because we must fight and the battle is on. Second gem, we learn the power of rest, transformation, church. Our last um, sermon in the cuffing series was about cuff to, God, I'm going to get it wrong. 
I don't know. It was like cuffed to continuing or something like that. Basically always on the go. And we learned about the power of rest. We live in a grind, 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 hustle, hustle culture. Listen, that's not biblical. That's culture. We are not supposed to be working with no balance, be working to death, literally be working our bodies to decay. We're not supposed to be doing that. There is power and rest. Even Jesus rested. I highly suggest going to watch that. I will link that as well. And I just want you to know you can't, you can't give people your best if you aren't your best. So rest, constantly grinding slash overworking to make opportunities happen that God will bring to you with ease, culture, not kingdom, striving for things we were meant to stride for. We need to all work on that. Pray for the pace of grace and even past the physical part. Your mental health will thank you tremendously for the rest. So even when you get a chance to sit down, don't just sit down and still be thinking of 50 million things that you need to do because you may be sitting, but now your brain isn't resting. Your brain deserves a rest too. It is consistently working and thinking for you, hopefully, as we can see with the laws that's happening, everybody not thinking or they're thinking selfishly. So it's consistently working and we don't make the best decisions when we don't have rest. So all of us need rest, including some of these uh, politicians and Supreme Court justices who are making terrible, terrible decisions right now. Clearly you need some rest and some help. All right. And do something that brings you some joy. This goes along with our rest gym. Do something that brings you joy and fun. Your soul will appreciate it. Big or small, try to make this happen at least once a week. Okay? I'm okay with more than more than one thing that brings you joy and brings you some recreational fun. Like, don't just be like, oh, okay, I got like a little treat. Like, do something that makes it fun. Um, Pastor Mike from Transformation Church said, color, you can sing. I love to dance. Watch a good show. Like, uh, I don't know, go to a trampoline park. Go sit outside at a normal park and just take in the sun, take in nature, take in people being happy. You know, sometimes we just need to see people happy in this dark and gloomy world. Let's try to make that happen once a week, BK family. Let's do something that refreshes us, recharges us so we can have the energy to keep going and just deal with our daily lives, let alone all the crazy changes that's happening in this world. So I want to make that our new norm, BK family, doing something that brings us joy and something that is recreational fun for all of us at least once a week until it becomes a lifestyle. All right. And the third gem for this week is women, we are the gems and the wonder of this world. And I mean no hate and disrespect to the men, but we are something special and I want us to remember that. Let's appreciate being a woman in a time when they want to control our bodies. Let's appreciate the power we have in holding down the families. Let's appreciate the power to still try to discover yourself when the world is consistently trying to tell you the type of woman you should be and the role you should play. Let's appreciate the beauty and magic that God did when he created us. Okay? <laughs> Let's tap into it. Let's tap into that power and never let it go. We are strong, powerful, resilient, beautiful, uniquely designed. And these mere words are not enough to describe everything that we are. 
All right, BK family, I hope that we ended on a much lighter note, put a little um, wisdom in our minds before we go and hopefully a little love and happiness. I love you guys, all of my BK family, the men and women involved. I'm sending some extra love to my women this week. Do not be afraid. I understand being frustrated. I understand being angry. I understand being sad and upset. Miki is here with you. I am here with you guys, but this fight is not over, though they have not won the war. We will have the final say. And I'm sending a little extra love to all the women, whether you want kids or don't want kids, whether you just want to fight for women to have the autonomy over their own body. I am here for you. I see you. I love you guys. Let's remember the power and magic and us being women and especially the power and us being women in a time like this. All right, guys, that's all the time that we have on BK. I can't wait to see what we talk about next week. Hopefully something lighter and better. And I hope these gems helped. All right, guys, that's all the time that we have. Bye. 